Hey guys, thanks for tuning in with Girl Connect. We have some juicy content coming up within the next few weeks, so make sure you're subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and all other streaming platforms. If you head over to our Instagram, located in our bio is our website link. On our website, we have a section under Submit a Story, where you, the viewer, can submit your own personal story to share with us to be featured in one of our next episodes to give you our own personal advice from Girl Connect. Madison, Paige, and I actually just got back not too long ago from New York for New York Fashion Week. And let me tell you, that trip actually exceeded my expectations far from what I was expecting. I'm not going to name drop, but we were hanging out with some pretty cool people at these exclusive A-list New York Fashion Week, VMA, and Met Gala after parties. It was definitely an experience for sure. Yeah, New York was very cutthroat, I would say. And I think for me, it was kind of like a new experience that I had never experienced before as well, Alana. And looking back now, it's like, I just never realized I could, put, I could be put in certain situations where I didn't really like know how to navigate my emotions, let alone my feelings about, you know, where I was at. When you say cutthroat, Maddie, what do you mean by that? Cutthroat in the sense where... I felt like I was this little fish in a big pond with a bunch of big fish. And I felt very out of place at times. I felt very shy and just not really myself. I felt like my confidence wasn't really there like it is when I'm back at home or if I'm around like my friends. I was around a lot of, you know, people who were very high status, like even like A-list celebrities. And here I am not on that type of time at all. And so I just felt like I was just very out of place and it made me feel very small and it kind of like allowed me to really look inward in like my own confidence because I think I'm a very confident woman but when I was in certain settings it's like am I confident or am I insecure yeah I definitely can feel that I relate to that I think that it's one of those places where you know concrete jungle where dreams are made of uh but it takes tough skin I mean I feel like you know outside of that I have a lot going on right now um just me parting ways with the agency that I was with. Um, and it's like affecting my confidence. But New York was like, oh my goodness. It was like, I found out my first day in New York that we were going separate ways. And, you know, I may, I kind of anticipated that coming. It's something that I wanted. It was a mutual, you know, agreement, but it definitely like, it's like a breakup. It's like, dang, like, you know, you always, you always lose a certain level of confidence. And then spending a week in New York, like you said, in a really big, big pond, um, and you feel like such a small little fry, uh it, you know, especially being turned away from certain places or waiting in line to get in it's like just you know you're you're you might be standing in line with some really important people so you don't feel as crappy but it definitely being around so many beautiful people is a blow to your confidence mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure you know Paige when we had when you just landed in New York and you were just telling me about the situation that happened with your modeling agency I could see like it was New York Fashion Week, you know, so you're surrounded by all these different like kinds of successful people. And then you're going through the situation that you're going through now. Like I definitely see how that could affect your confidence. Oh, my goodness. Am I still going through it now? Like it's crazy because like modeling's a world where you have to be confident. I mean, any industry like job, it takes a lot of confidence. And I think that you guys got a fair sh- taste of what it's like to be in the industry when we were moving around from event to event you know because those are industry events Mm -hmm. um but it's even worse when you're walking in the door for people to literally judge you on your outward appearance you know so yeah like a whole lifetime and a whole summer of that (laughs) 
the clothes yep. that I brought were not up to par <laughs> with the functions <laughs> that we were trying to get into. And I'm just like, okay, I, how am I going to really go about this week? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. You have to have tough skin. And I think that's when you, you know, have to remember that it's the world can be very, very superficial. Just to give you guys a basis that are listening to us right now, what the kind of image that they're looking for in New York, it was like black clothes, skinny, hot. And it's like, um, <laughs> what does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But and if you're stepping was- outside of that, you better have on some type of Prada, Gucci, Chanel, Louis. Something- <laughs> <laughs> the expectations that you have to uphold are really, really funny there. For sure. Yeah. And it was... It was honestly kind of, you know, it was very shallow environment to be in. So it affected my uh, self-confidence. I'm staying outside the club for a lot longer than I was expecting to. Meanwhile, in my hometown in Charlotte, it's like, I don't have to stand outside the club to get inside. But I'm like, mm-hmm. that's New York. You know, it was totally different ball game for sure. And yeah. it was really cool to like be in these settings with all these different kinds of people and to see like how confident some of these women were. And I'm like, I wish that I was as confident as them, you know, like I'm getting there slowly. But, but sure. how do we know if these women are truly confident? We don't. You know what I mean? no, we, don't. we don't. We don't. We don't. And what is true confidence? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Because it's like, I think I give off this image that I'm confident as well, which I can be for sure. But I think that on the outside, I have this image that I am super confident, but on the inside, I'm like, oh, like I have this pimple or I feel like my outfit's not good enough. Like, I don't know if you guys remember that night that I was like, I want to go home and change my outfit. I feel like it's not good enough. Yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. And I was like, girl, that outfit is cute. I mean, it's funny you say pimple because I have not had a zit like I do on my face right now in years. Oh my gosh, am I going through it? I've got my (laughs) career issues I'm dealing with. Your career issues come with financial issues. And financial issues come with stress, and stress comes with acne like you've never seen it before. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my god, I literally don't feel like myself. I don't know if you guys used to watch that so Raven, but that episode where she's got that zit on her forehead where it's like talking to her, yeah, that's me right now. <laughs> oh, Not yeah, I, yeah, I will say, like, and even you know, Paige, I think that when we were hopping from event to event, I, I saw how hard it is to be a model. And I think that people have this perception on models just being confident and they can wake up in the morning, put on clothes, go to a casting. And it's like, you know, shebang, shaboom. But there's so much that goes into it even beyond that. Like even the nightlife, like it's hard. You have to stay on your P's and Q's. I couldn't Mm -hmm. even keep up. And I'm like, I can't even imagine how you're feeling going through what you're going through with what you just had going on with your agency. And then now you're having to kind of like, uphold certain standards and you know exude this type of strong poker face when you are feeling the complete opposite on the inside oh my goodness Um, yeah in New York I didn't know what the hell was going on in my life at all you know I I mean mm -hmm. technically I still don't I still have to you know meet with my mother agent and recoup about what we're gonna do with word and stuff like that but I feel very blessed and I think after you know new lows you reach new highs so it was definitely hard though to be in New York um, and be you know attending these uh, you know, VMA after events or Met events or Fashion Week shows and events and being around people who really do have it all figured out. But, you know, your journey and your path is not somebody else's. So you just have to, you know, look straight ahead in your own lane. And that's what I try and do. And you're facing adversity, which I think is allowing me to really, you know, see how 
even though you might not feel confident, you're exuding confidence, which influences people around you because you're so strong. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beautiful part about, you know, facing adversity when we do hit these low lows. There's no, there's no way to go except for up or you stay down. But life, I know you one time said this life does not stop for anybody. So therefore you either keep going or you stay down <laughs> yeah, and you, and you wallow, but you, you don't wallow. And that's something that I really think that is beautiful and does show confidence, even if you don't yeah. feel that confidence within. Yeah, yeah, I think you have to set parameters for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I can think about, you know, when we were having these conversations, I was worried about how the trip was going to be for you because you had just gone through that that big issue with the agency. And then it's like, okay, you know, you were, you know, you look so cute. You were having such a good time socializing with everybody. You were making so many different kinds of connections. Like you look like you were having a great time. But then it seemed I like did have inside. a great time. Yeah, you were. You were having a great time. I had a great time. You know? I might have been crying on Monica's lap in the bathroom at one point. <laughs> but <laughs> it happened. But uh, when I leave that bathroom, my chin's held high, you know. And I do think that it's really selfish of people um, to allow your energy to drain other people's experiences. So I tried not to do that. And um, maybe that comes back to a foundation of confidence that was instilled in me at a young age, even though right now I'm going through a season, you know, the last two weeks, maybe where I just like my skin's not right. I have so much going on and I just don't feel, you know, sexy. And as a woman at our age, you know, 22, 23, you want to feel sexy. You want to feel good. And let alone I don't even feel pretty, let alone sexy right now. hundred percent. I agree with that page because there's times where I know that I'm draining people around me because I'm not in a good mental headspace. I'm not in a good place where I feel like I'm confident. And that even happened when we were in New York, you know, I was draining you all's energy because we're at, um, you know, the event, the VMA after party event. And, you know, you were getting into the club, a friend was getting into the club, um, into the club. And I was not, you know, I knew it was a time where we kind of had to just buckle down and figure out how we were going to get in because it was a very hard thing to navigate, hard situation to kind of navigate. But in that moment, I felt very low. I felt very insecure. I felt rejected. And I allowed my brattiness, my cattiness um, to get the best of me. And then that, you know, hindered you all. And that caused some turmoil within like our friendship kind of. So I just look back now, like I wish that I would have been more confident in that moment. But I think looking back, as well, I can reflect on how I was able to be like, hey, I wasn't the way I should have been in that moment, and I should be better moving forward. And I'm really glad that you're able to recognize that, Madison, you know, because not a lot of people can take accountability for some of their actions. So I'm glad that you're able to reflect and look back on that and see that, hey, I could have handled that situation better. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I really could have. And I, I, I love I can say, hey, I did this wrong. And sometimes it takes me a day or two to reflect. I know initially that I'm like, okay, I should I should have done things differently. But when you're always just apologizing immediately, that gives people not to really trust you because you keep making the same mistakes. So there's been times where I knew I did something that was not my character, but I waited a week. I waited three, four, five days to be like, hey, I'm sorry. Because I think that also comes into play with having a sense of confidence or being like, hey, I hold myself accountable, opposed to being like, yeah, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Like, People are just very prideful, and I don't want to be a very, I don't want to be a prideful person. So yes, pride is the devil. It is really, really is. You know, and I think that it's important to note that we all had the 
I think, or I mean, I can only speak for myself, but girl, you know, one night it might've been you, but the next night it was me. So it was like <laughs> no hard feelings, but it really, I think it putting yourself in environments um, where you're setting yourself up for rejection. I put myself in a career where I set myself up for rejection, you know? So yeah, I think it. having tough skin in those situations is really important, but we're all human and there's only so much of feeling unwanted that you can take before you begin to take things personally. And experience confident is not taking things personally. For yeah. sure. Experience shapes wisdom. Like a lot of the experiences I've gone through where I wasn't too fond of or happy, it made me a better me and it made me a more confident me, even though I wasn't confident in those time frames. For sure. Very, very true. You know, there was a time at once when I was younger and I felt rejected. You know, I just moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. I didn't really have a lot of friends and I didn't really know anybody. And I had just transferred to this new school and the people there didn't. I had a lot of spunk to me. Like my uh, persona was different because I grew up up north and then I moved down south and everybody here would just behave so differently. So uh, to be in that environment, I got bullied pretty excessively. My sister and I, because we're twins, so we look similar <laughs> and we got bullied pretty bad. You know, people would say mean things about our appearance, like the way that we looked, like apparently we weren't pretty enough. And they would, you know, make fun of the way that we look, saying we look like mutts. And I even one time had this guy throw a dog treat at me in the middle of the hallway at school while he was barking at me like I was an animal. Like, oh, no, that's crazy. At such a young age, like that took a big toll on my like mental health. Like I didn't even want to go to school and it affected my confidence so bad because I was so young and I was just, I could have grew up to be a monster, you know, but I took that and I learned from that. Well, first off, I learned to never bully anybody because mm -hmm. I know how it feels to be on the other end. But then I took that and I said, I know that I'm beautiful, like regardless of what anybody has to say. Like I know who I am on the inside and I'm not going to let other people's opinions and what they think of me get in the way of how I perceive myself because they don't know me. I know me at the end of the day. Right. hundred percent. And I'm, I'm sorry you went through that. I mean, no one should be, no one deserves to be bullied period. Like bullying is a horrible thing, but I'm sorry that you went through that and it did take a toll on you, but I know you're a confident woman now and that's all that matters because we grow out of those times when we are in dark times, we grow from them and we can either stay down or we can get up and you got up. So good for you. Yeah, thank you. Um, I remember you saying earlier, I think this is the other day, Maddie, you said that you had a friend, even as an older woman, she was still like having confidence issues. So it doesn't matter like how old you are, it can affect you at all different um, age, age ranges. Yeah, I had a, um, a very like, I wouldn't say serious, but just very intimate and very vulnerable conversation with a woman who's um, in her like, I think late forties, early fifties. And she was like, girl, I don't feel confident. She's like, I might, people say I look pretty all the time. I, you know, I, I dress this way and I have all these things, but she's like, I don't always feel confident. And I was just like, well, like you don't feel confident. You're beautiful. She's like, no, I don't like, and I was just, it, it kind of mind blown me. Cause I'm like, wow, like even people who are way older than, you know, us, they still struggle with these ups and downs. And I mean, I don't, I don't feel like it's ever where you're like, I'm going to be confident forever. I think we all struggle here and there. But just to like know that someone that I thought was so confident within herself telling me as a 23-year-old woman that she's not, I was just like, well, like this stuff is real. Like people are not always happy within who they are. With and I think at. that's an important lesson that you don't just grow out of things. You only grow deeper into the issues that you have within unless you do the self-work. Right. Yeah, the self-work, that's very important. Let's 
to address that because I think that it's not just something you can look in the mirror every day like I'm gorgeous I'm beautiful yes positive affirmations are really important but you have to do the inner work to mm. get to that point to be confident in who you are as a mm. as a woman or even a male and do not put your confidence in the hands of the man because I've done that I've, I've allowed a text to make me feel worthy I've allowed so many words that just never truly meant anything mm-hmm. looking or like to validate me exactly to validate me and now that I don't I don't look at that to validate me I feel happier with myself because it's like Madison you look good in the morning you don't have to worry about a good morning beautiful text or you know what I mean it's just the little things I always hyper focused on where I felt like it made my day or it made my life but it doesn't anymore because Mm -hmm. it's toxic is you have to be comfortable with who you are because beauty standards change I mean we saw firsthand in New York right that you know it was like different than what the what our country idolizes I feel like in in that small niche environment that we were in the beauty standards were different from coast to coast it'll be different from friend group to friend group it'll be different you know depending on what your algorithm is on Instagram or TikTok you might see different things that influence you to think that the standard of beauty is very different so I think it's important to be comfortable with where you are I mean heck when I was little I used to fry the like my hair till it stayed straight even when I washed it curly win you know so it's like mm-hmm. don't go changing who you are or changing outwardly what you look like just to suit you know the societal norm because it's really about just accepting who you are and that's the only way that you can be confident yeah and I finally accepted the fact that I'm a very petite woman and I'm very small because I was bullied when I was younger for being so skinny it's just not it was just not a, a good thing I guess to be skinny you had to be thick and have the boobs and the butt. And I never had that. So I went through like a, a, like a mental little crisis when I was in my teenage years. Like, why am I not growing? Why am I still the size that I was four or four, five years ago? Like, why do I still fit into kids' clothes? Like, this is just not, it didn't seem normal to me. And I even went to great lengths to go to the doctor, get my thyroid checked. Cause I'm like, how do I gain weight? But then now I'm like, I'm in my, I'm 23. I love my body. I am yeah. taking me some time to love my body. But I love my body because no one else can validate how I feel about myself anymore moving forward because I had to just be like, God is how he made me and I have to love me how he made me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen to that. I've you also like, struggled with that as well, Maddie. I used to have um, people, they would like grab my skin and they'd be like, you need to eat a hamburger or something. Like I couldn't really control the way that I looked. That's why I was like, I can't control this. You know, I need to just be happy with the way that I look. And now I look in the mirror and I'm like, okay, I love my little body. It's so cute. You know, I love how petite I am, but I got a little boobs and butt now like in the right place. I got like fat in the right areas now as I'm getting older. So I'm just growing to love my body more and just accepting it for what it is. Right. And I think society also puts so many pressures on even women who are not petite to be petite and then it's always just like this back and forth like who needs to be this size what needs what looks good what doesn't look good but if you hyper focus on what the noise is you'll never be satisfied yeah because at the end of the day you can't let somebody else tell you how you should look because they're probably not happy with the way they look either if they're going but to those lengths to make you feel smaller Mm. but you know there's different kinds of way that you're a outside of like just looks as well that your confidence can be affected you know the relationships that you have with other people can affect the way you perceive yourself as well you know if you're constantly surrounding yourself with individuals who lower your self-esteem you know it can be your family friends or even your significant others who can take a large toll on the way you perceive yourself Mm -hmm. 
for example, you know, I have this friend and she was seeing this guy for quite some time, but he straight out disrespected her throughout that relationship wholeheartedly. And it got to the point where she was like, I need to fix this. I need to fix that about myself. He didn't like the way I looked in this. He said this about me. And it was like, like bottom of the barrel, like her self-confidence was on the ground. And I honestly felt very sorry for her. So I was like, I wish that I could help you realize how beautiful you actually are. And yes. you don't need to change these things about yourself because a, a man or a friend or anyone made you feel that you weren't good enough. Yeah, because she put, uh, all, she put all her worth in his in his hands. And that's you can't do that. You really can't. Mm-hmm. And you also just have to block the noise and protect your peace. I've had, I mean... My own mom it was very, very on me. I mean, I would get, you know, in middle school or in high school, you would take those tests about if you're underweight or overweight or if your weight's good and you go get your height done and all those types of things. Mine would always come back underweight and uh, up, you know, until a few years ago, she would send me pictures of myself off Instagram and be like, you look like you need to eat. And then I would have some of the closest people to me make comments like, where'd your butt go? Or why are you so small? Or Paige, you look really skinny and I'm like okay it's skinny shaming is a thing you know it wouldn't be okay for me to be like girl you look real fat (laughs) so why is it okay for you to make a comment about my weight I just feel like you shouldn't comment on anybody's weight man woman you know or big small short tall whatever it is you really shouldn't make comments about other people's weight because you don't know how they feel about themselves inwardly and that comment could eat them up you know the first thing they wake up brushing their teeth or in the shower they're gonna think about what you said to them yeah. So I think kind of goes a long way and you just should watch the way that you treat people that you say that you love. I, I mean, I've been in those situations where people make comments about me and they skinny shame. And I just thought that I could take it because fat shaming wasn't a thing. But I mean, it is a thing. What am I saying? I just feel like skinny shaming got under like overlooked. So I'm like, whatever, like it is what it is. But no, it's not OK in, in any circumstance. Like it's just not. So I'm sorry you went through that. Yeah, page. I will say we all that- have. Yeah, I was going to say we all experience that in here. So it's, I'm glad that we can touch base on that as well. But I will say that a lot of people perceive it very differently because they believe that, you know, skinny is the ideal norm. Like that's what's, yes. you know, idolized in society. So they kind of just shut it down and don't realize how it can affect just being talked about the way you looked in general. You know? Yes, agreed. I agree. I think that obviously skinny is than what's you know sought out sought after in our society so it's like you can't it's like oh me calling you overly beautiful is like is that an insult to you then I'm like no I mean it's it's you calling me skinny because you're making a comment on my weight like Mm -hmm. it's you shouldn't make a comment on how anybody looks outwardly because you don't know how their feelings are inwardly about that And I think it's really hard when you might have multiple people like if you notice it and you're a loved one, there's and you think that somebody might be going through something mentally like, you know, bulimia or anorexia. There's different ways to navigate, you know, approaching somebody on those types of topics. But I do think that making certain comments, if you notice somebody has lost a lot of weight or gained a lot of weight, you're not the only one noticing. So you do have to consider that mentally what that person might be going through, hearing that every other day or every day or multiple times a day can really, you know, tear up somebody's confidence. And yeah. if you're that person that's hearing that multiple times a day, numb the noise. That's what I had to do. I had someone my freshman year of college when I was going to school in Boca, Raton, Florida. She asked me, we were at a soccer game, she goes, are you anorexic? 
And I don't think she has social cues. I don't, I don't really know anything about this girl, but she straight up asked me if I was anorexic. And I looked at her and I was like, no, I'm not. But if someone was, because someone, sometimes you can't even tell if someone's anorexic because they have those, you know, they're, they're dealing with that behind closed doors that could have triggered somebody, but it didn't trigger me because I'm not, but it's just like, what possesses people to say certain things when they should not? Like, I don't know. It was just bad. I was like, this is, this is yeah, bad. Yeah, that's not okay. Hmm. That's very much so not okay. I know that that probably really affected your confidence. And your mental health at the end of the day. And I think that's what's super important. Confidence is important to have and, you know, affirming yourself and doing the inner work. I think to be truly confident, you really, really have to go into the foundation. If you look at yourself like a house, you've got a roof and you've got, you know, like wood panels and insulation, but check the cracks, check for cracks, check to see where your faults are, check to see where your insecurities are and what demons you're battling within and the things that provoke you. Um, Every time Mm -hmm. I do yoga, you know, they train us to see and battle, you know, your emotional responses. So like, for instance, today she was talking about, you know, this is a practice where, you challenge your body, you know, you push and you push and you try and control your breathing and control, you know, your body. And at the end, she was talking about how that transcends into the real world because when you somebody upsets you or angers you or makes you sad, and when you notice those things, you have to be in control, you know, giving a reaction and controlling yourself. You don't want to stoop and meet somebody where they are. So I think that it's important to you know, do the self-work in all these situations to make yourself a better person. And I think confidence really stems from that, is doing that inner work and finding the cracks in your own foundation so that you can battle, you know, the demons that you're fighting so that when anybody else tries to insult you, you can't insult me. I've already done the inner work. 100%. Yeah. There's That's this so book um, that I've been reading. I can't remember the exact name of it. Uh, it's it's kind of basis around like you can, I'm pretty sure it's you can heal your life. And one of the chapters is kind of just saying, you know, you are going to, you're going to grow. You're going to grow. There's, and once you make that change of growth, there's going to be something new that's going to come up that you have to change. And you have to be aware of that because there's always going to be things that you can change and learn and grow to fix. So you're not staying stagnant and you're not the same person each year. You're always going to continue to grow as a, as a person. Agreed. I think it's super important to evolve as a person because a lot of people, you know, they stay the same or they get worse or they work their way into their bad habits. If you can't admit, like Maddie did earlier in this episode, I was being a brat. I was wrong. If you can't admit that you've ever done anything wrong in a situation, if you're always pointing the finger at other people and never observing your own actions, that's the only thing you can control. What good does it do you to, to reflect on a situation and dissect the way that everybody else acted when you can't control any of that? All you can control is if you could have handled something differently and maybe changed that whole outcome of that situation. So I think that it's super, super important to evolve in situations and see if I handle the next one differently, will the outcome be differently? And if it is, then you evolve toward being a better person and getting a better outcome, the more desired outcome. And, you know, in this case where Maddie told her story, she's like, I was being a brat and I should have, you know, held my ground. I should have been more confident within myself. And in the end, she probably would have got in and had a great night with us. But it left us all feeling a little weary that she just dipped out, you know. And she's able to reflect on that and see where her faults are. And I think it's super important to be able to reflect and see where your faults are. Yes, 100%. It just makes you feel better in the end, opposed to staying somewhere where you feel like you're kind of complacent mentally. Because people stay complacent for for the rest of their lives, but people either grow or they stay where they're at. And I don't want to stay where I'm at. I want to evolve.
Yeah, there's been plenty of uh, situations that I've had maybe with girlfriends in the past. And I realized that there's definitely a way that the conversation could have been navigated differently, where somebody could have said something um, better, where, you know, we wouldn't possibly have offended the other person or maybe stooped down to a certain level to meet someone else where they're at there i always like reflect on those kinds of conversations and i've learned to grow from them so that way am i if i'm ever in any kind of conflict with anybody in my personal life or maybe they're not like a friend of mine i learn from those experiences and i'm able to behave i guess more maturely and realize what's worth reacting to i always pick and choose my battles and not a lot of the battles that are coming my way are worth reacting to which is something really big that i've learned to um, grow and abide to. I think that's dope, Alana. And I think that the only thing we're missing right now is how did we become confident enough to be able to do these things? You know, um, I see so much right now on my feed and on my social media about visualizing it and, and manifesting it and seeing it. And I, I'm kind of making humor out of that because it's like oversaturated, but I think it's really important to be able to visualize the things that you want and believe in yourself and not listening to that self doubt. Because when you tell yourself, I don't know about you guys, maybe you guys can attest to this, but when I look in the mirror and I do say, Paige, you're beautiful. Something says, no, you're not. And I really believe that it's whichever wolf you feed. You have Mm -hmm. that positive wolf living inside you that wants you to do great things that is that is not limited by any, you know, societal norm or expectations or doubts. And then you have that really doubtful, pessimistic wolf. And whichever thoughts you feed is the one that grows and becomes who you are. Well, that happens to me, Paige, but I will tell myself I look beautiful, but I'm waiting for a, a man to validate that. That's my issue. Yeah. And, and that's what yeah. makes me not confident because it's like, why am I waiting? Or why was I? This is kind of more in the past. But like, why was I waiting for this man to validate how I look today? When I know I when I told myself in the mirror, oh, you look good or you feel good. But yet I'm yeah. sitting over here waiting on a text, you know, come two hours, three hours. And I'm like, well, now I kind of feel kind of crappy because he hasn't texted me that I look good. Or he hasn't he hasn't slipped on my story or he hasn't liked my picture. It's just, it's no, just I feel that. That's the worst. We've all been there for sure. For yes. Sure. Or even when you're talking to a guy and you guys just fall off organically and naturally. Maybe it's just like the vibe wasn't there and maybe you did like him. And then you're like, dang, like, is something wrong with me? And you start an- overanalyzing every part of your personality, trying to figure yes. out what it was that pushed him away. But maybe you're too much of a woman for him, girl. Exactly. Yeah. He can't handle all that woman. Okay. Oh, that confidence, okay. <laughs> no, for real, exactly. some guys really don't like women who are confident and, and know what they want because they, they know that you can't be easily manipulated. Yeah. So ladies, yeah. don't always think if he didn't choose you, it's because you weren't enough. Sometimes you might have been too much. Yeah, and he can he can meet somebody else where he's at, and it's not going to be you. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> don't stoop yeah. to that man's level. Uh-uh. <laughs> You know, for me personally, when it comes to confidence, I learned to be fearless. I think being fearless was one of the easiest ways that I was able to gain my confidence. I just do what I want to do. I don't let anybody tell me how to live my life. I'm very on like the, I guess you could say the the risky side of things. I like to take risk. It makes me feel more alive. I feel like I can just be myself because that's who I am as a person. I love to do adventurous things and live more on the scandalous side. So that's one <laughs> of the ways that I was able to improve my confidence because I just do whatever I want when I want to. 
um, makes me feel like a bad bee, okay? And I also like to do things that, you know, helped improve my everyday life when I'm able to get up, make my bed, go on a run, go tan by the pool, or maybe go work out or meditate or anything that personally for me helps me feel more intact with myself. And I'm also a very laid back person. So when I feel relaxed in an environment, that's when I feel like I'm most confident because I feel like I can just be myself mm-hmm. and just let loose. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that should be any environment, ladies. Getting... That's so important. That can be any environment. 100%. You can be yourself any in any environment. I think we all noticed that in New York when we went to these, you know, certain events and after parties and met these people that you know, I idolize certain supermodels who have, I mean, graced the cover of British Vogue or walked the runway for your favorite designers, your rapper's favorite designers, is like, they are unapologetically themselves. I didn't see no lashes, no hair, no no nails, no no crazy get-ups. It was like they were dancing and drinking and just being so present. And I, I, w- I, I admire that. Yeah. Good for them. Growing in confidence has just been... It's been a journey and I'm still like going through it as well. But I think just accomplishing things I see I'm going to do. Like I'm big on kind of what Paige touched on a little bit ago. Like I make, I will write things down in my notes and I will be like, this is going to happen. And I pray and it happens. Not everything has happened. And I'm sure it'll probably hopefully manifest and will be my reality in the next few years, or hopefully the next decade. But for the most part, things I've even touched on a decade ago um, were, they've happened. I agree. Journaling and manifesting and keeping a clear vision of what you want is super, super important. And taking responsibility for, you know, your own actions and yourself. I think that's super important. And then at this age, I think it's really important for your confidence to just experiment with life, you know, like try something new. Like I've this year committed to still going to movies, still going out to eat, you know, still doing things that I know I can't do, like sing and dance, <laughs> because you should do what makes you happy, you know, whether you're good at it or not. And I think that it's important to really, you know, if you want to go out to eat, don't, you know, stay in just because you don't have somebody to go with. Or if you want to try something new, don't be, you know, discouraged by the fact that you might not do it well. I think that um, that really stems down to being confident in who you are and just, you know, embodying everything that you want to do in this life. I love that. Also, I think it's very easy to get sidetracked by how society believes you should be or what you should look like. Just take a moment to realize there's something out there that's bigger than you and your Gucci bag or having an hourglass body shape. It's okay to not be perfect because nobody is perfect. Yeah, yes. that's so true. Um, I don't really have a lot of friends where I live now. And I go to the movies. I go to, out to eat. I go shopping by myself once a week. Like, not once a week, but like all the time throughout the week. And it has showed me a lot of confidence within myself because I'm no longer afraid to be like, oh, let me text this person to see like if they want to go. I'm okay with being okay with being alone. Like I love being alone now in ways. It's okay to be alone. And I've been alone for almost a year now living here in Texas, but it has taught me a lot. Yeah. I think that when you really, um, when you're running from something, when you're battling stuff that you don't even know what you're dealing with, sometimes it is really hard to be alone because you don't want to think about what it is that you're avoiding. And I think that sometimes you really got to battle that first. And then, you know, you're good to do the things that you want to do. Because um, if you put things off, if you put off taking action until you, you know have confidence, you'll never do it. It's doing it that's going to give you the confidence to be able to, you know, say, hey, I don't give a damn about anybody else. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do what makes me happy. And I'm not going to settle for anything that doesn't make me happy. Right. Stepping out of your bubble is probably the best way to gain some kind of confidence. 
Yes. Well, ladies and men, the truth is out of the bag. No more excuses. No more waiting for whatever to make you feel better. You're good as you are. So good as you are. That's so true. Amazing. Well, thanks for tuning in with us, guys. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.